you can shop for spreading love by all the wealth obsession. Money can't help you see the light. Okay, so we're back with the Juby Take. I'm Steve. I'm Adam. I'd like some fresh, clear, well-seasoned perspective. Can you suggest a good wine to go with that? And we'll go with the uh, provisions box once again. Yeah. Once again, yeah. Always. Nothing so, better. So, TJC. Hey, hey, hey. Glad to have you. Yeah, thanks once again. again. It's great. It's great. Okay, so we're sitting outside. It's well, a, that didn't feel very sincere. No, I was. That was totally just like robot response. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're sitting outside. It's a beautiful evening here in Chandler, Arizona. It's amazing out right now. It really is. And so our topic tonight is fads. Yes, fads. Uh, Going to get a little generational with this one. Talk about obviously the different age ranges that we have going on here. And uh, I think that we should start with our most seasoned person in the group, Steve Juby. Fair Juby. Do you have any that were kind of when you were growing up or that, you know, you remember that maybe we wouldn't? Let's start with this. Let's do the the, uh, definition of a fad so we're all on the same page. I agree with that. Okay, an intense and widely shared enthusiasm for something, especially one that is short-lived and without basis and objective qualities. I love that's the best definition I've ever heard. Okay. A craze. We're on a craze. And, and the reason that I wanted to read that is because, you know, there are fads and trends. Right. That, you know, traditionally that you look at. And it can be anything from fashion to, you know, the way that, and it, people speak to so are you just dis- you're making a distinction then between a fad and a trend is that what you're saying like well no i think we're gonna we're gonna blur the lines here okay yeah, because i don't hard. want some of the feedback we've gotten is that we have a tendency at times to go with a theme and then we do you know kind of drift off of that and i'm just saying up front that and that's positive feedback, right? Absolutely. Well, I take it that way. I don't know how it was intended, <laughs> yeah. but that's certainly the way I take it. I feel like that's the... Any the, feedback is positive. That's a good point. For me. You got to. You know, I just, I take it that way because somebody's taken a moment to say something about what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Good point. Okay, so uh, again, you know, that's that's what we're going to look at is is fads. You know, I will go back, you know, obviously a little bit further than you guys. Yep, You know, being, just a little bit. Being the baby boomer. Well, so uh, the reason I asked about fads and trends is because trends is actually a great one to talk about in the context of repeating. So you've probably seen some trends that now I've seen again and Adam's seen again because they repeat often. Right. No, totally. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, a a good example off the top of my head is like bell bottom, you know, pants or something or, uh, you know, flannel shirts or those aren't fads. Those are kind of trends that come and go but yeah well they come and, through and, phases right when you start talking about fashion and that's the interesting thing there's only so much you can do sure. right you know you can make pants you know tight short <laughs> one of the interesting things again going as back, evidenced by steve's wardrobe by the way <laughs> which yeah you know which transcends because what i was you know one of the things with me is i've never been a trend or fad person i've always kind of stayed away from them if everybody's doing it, I just didn't want to do it. I think you've now just defined uh, what a hipster is. Yeah. 
Stop it. Okay. <laughs> this is going to end right now if, if, if my name is anywhere associated with hipster. Well, I, hey, we weren't the one. I that, don't hey, do it ironically. We weren't the one the that lived your life. Hipsters, right? hipsters, you did that. hipsters do things ironically. Yeah. With a purpose. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. people trying to get out of the way of, yeah, the modern day society. Yeah. You're saying you just have had no interest in fads or trends. Right. I'm really to go in that direction. You're just going in your own lane as opposed We're, to trying really to not. avoid theirs. Well, if everybody's doing it, chances are I'm not going to. Okay. Well, and, now you're getting back to hipster. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're blurring these lines a little too closely. Hipster. Okay, your definition of hipster is totally different than mine, and we're not going to get stuck too much on this. Okay. Okay, so uh, fads, let's say we're going to go back to the 70s. I can go back to the 60s, but, you know, again, mm. we only have an hour. Yeah. We've seen Austin Powers. Exactly. Okay, eight-track tape players. I remember them. And the reason they're kind of a fad is because they did not sustain. You know, the eight-track was up against the cassette and the cassette won. Oh, so that yeah. then do you have on your list beta versus VHS in that same sort of theme there? Because beta right. was the same almost the same thing. Same thing, thing yeah. as opposed to VHS. Just okay. So just like the the latest technology that never it was like uh what was the other one other than Blu-ray? I don't know. Oh HD. It was HD. It was HD. Yeah. But we digress. Okay, so uh some of the others from the 70s, disco music was definitely a fad. Man, that's one of the... Uh, Wouldn't every kind of music be yeah, a fad Yeah, but that's one that of the point? most famous fads in history then because disco music, even if it was terrible and even if it gets a bad rap, it continually gets that bad rap over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, it does, but, but it was mainstream. I mean, it, disco music and Saturday Night Fever and John Travolta and all that of that. That was the thing to do. Right. And then it, it died away. Totally. You still know about it. And you know? it comes back. It's like a theme at parties and stuff. Yeah. If, if, if someone. Well, were... there's where the hipsters are doing it ironically. <laughs> See, full circle. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the other big one that everybody, and, and this is kind of the poster child for fads, the pet rock. Oh, yeah. The pet rock. Right. Do you know the pet so, rock? I don't know this at all. What That's, is this? Well, basically around 75. You know, really what happened is somebody came up with the idea of a pet rock. Is this like a Chia Pet kind of thing? No, it's a rock. Well, it's it doesn't do it. It's less than a Chia Pet. So it's, it doesn't even grow. It doesn't, no, like no, lit- no, no. It's just a rock. Does yeah. it have a carving on it? Is there like something? Yeah. Well, some, some were painted. Yeah, you would paint them. The ones I remember were painted with like googly eyes and hair. Now, okay. Now, was this something that you just went out, you picked a rock, you painted it, you did? Or was this something you actually went and paid for? If, you were, smart, if you were smart enough that you did your own pet rock, then that yeah. was fine. But no, they actually sold them. It was wow. It was they, a cultural they phenomenon. A, they came in a box. So this and so just that realization. Society that, got to a point where they were like, "All right, people are so dumb. We're just gonna <laughs> pop box up these rocks and sell them to people and say, hey, go paint this. It's your pet.' I don't rock. know, man. Well, that no, just, you that's did. What it sounds like? Yeah, no, no. It was just somebody boxed up a rock and said, "You know, here, I'm gonna sell it." But I'm just in the meeting before that. I mean, it just had to have been. A <laughs> Adam's lot of interested fun. in the R and D that went, that just, went into I, this. Okay, that just so, comes. That's so, just ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, it is ridiculous, and that's the purpose. why we're talking about it. Totally. Well, let me just put my whole thing about the pet rock, and the reason it sticks in my memory is because of that great scene from Office Space. I don't know if you, you've seen Office Space. Or yeah. Not, but where they're talking about you know life and money and their jobs and everything, and they're lamenting the fact that. The one guy says, uh, Michael Bolton says, uh, you know, 
like that guy that invented the pet rock. <laughs> he made a million dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he, he probably did. But again, it, it, it's a fad. It was, it was ridiculous. And somebody made a ton of money off of it. I think it. that was when he was talking to the guy who had the jump to conclusion. And that. actually, yeah, correction. It wasn't Michael Bolton that said it. It was uh, Tom uh, Swinkowski, I think. Holy cow, we're going to get mired into <laughs> office space. No, we, can do a whole, we can do a whole office space podcast. Totally. I'm sure we could. More on that later. <laughs> okay, another thing at the time was platform shoes. Ooh, with fish in them? Wait, no, that's, yeah. So this is just to make you taller, right? That's what this whole thing was, just be tall guess and the well, look the look of it yeah okay well yeah it was men because women you know their shoes have, have done ridiculous things stuff. yeah over the years and uh oh wow you know this is guys and it may have been invented by sonny bono just so he could hang with Cher on stage but yeah <laughs> man that might be two weeks in a row with a sonny and Cher reference yeah that, that's too many yeah one too many yeah uh puka shells were big Oh, yeah, those didn't go. Those, I don't know if that's a fad. I I might well, rock puka shell right now. No, see now I used to yeah, wear puka shell. So this is one of the few that if you have puka shells, I bought right into this one. This has got a real Jimmy Buffett vibe to it. Well, exactly, bit. and there's still people that that wear them. I think yeah. it depends but, on where you are globally. Well, exactly. You know, I mean, it's it's you know, if you live in the islands, sure. You know, everybody wears puka shells. The fact is, that it became more more widespread. I had like three puka shell necklaces in high school. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And we're from completely different generations. Totally. Yeah. Okay. You know, some of the sayings at the time, you know, do your own thing. Okay. Uh, That's pretty weak. Yeah. Be yourself. Yeah, I'm not okay. into that either. Far out man. Is that on there? Yeah. <laughs> Dig it. Dig it was the 70s. Dig it. Hip cat. Man, I had a an English teacher in middle school that would say, can you dig it? Oh, I love that guy to all of the students. And then once it was like right after he got done teaching us something, can you dig it? I'm like, uh, yeah. And he goes, do you have a shovel? <laughs> oh, he drove it home. Well, oh, so yeah, man. that's, that's expanding on it. You I know. Cause it, it yeah, I think, I think he was that... from Nigeria. So I think he was trying to, Oh, he's... nice. Okay. Yeah. You know, and if it feels good, do it. And each decade or, you know, each period of time, there are certain sayings, I, we talked about it the other day when we were talking about, you know, whether it was cool or hip, you know, I mean, there's different ways of saying that what you're doing is hip. I feel was a fatty phrase like from the seventies or yeah. yeah, sick was a fatty phrase from the nineties. Totally. Yep. Sick dope. That was another one. Dope is still alive, sir. Yeah, good. I'm glad to hear it. That was a big one in the 90s. Rad was 80s and bitching. And again, Rad, Rad made a nice comeback, which I was happy to see. Yeah. Well, it's it's always fun when they. I like throwing bitching in my vocabulary every once in a while. Bitching, sure. Throwback. It's a great Cheech and Chong bit where he says, uh, it's a game show, and he goes, Everybody, welcome Bob Bitchin. How you doing, Bob? And he goes, Bitchin. <laughs> <laughs> But one of the string art was was a fad during that period of time. Making art string, with string art? String art. Yeah. Like, like uh, dream catchers and such? No, that's not string art. Like, uh, what are they? God's eyes. Do you know what a God's eye is? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you must. Kits included a board, uh, often black velvet, nails, and enough string that you could wind it around the nails and make something out of oh, it. Oh, I, I remember that. String art. Yep. Okay. And also the 70s were known for streaking. Ooh. That's kind of streaking got started. Now I'm sure people ran around naked. Yeah, but it before wasn't. the 70s, 
It wasn't like, let's go run out somewhere public where people can see us. Yeah, it became a fad where it was kind of... Do you you think that was due to also like sports? Running through the quad. Um, Sports got bigger maybe at that point in time. No, absolutely not. Running through them and security sucked. So there was just a lot of streaking going on. I'll roll with you on that one, Adam. Cool. That's totally possible. Absolutely. Thank you. Right. Let's roll with that. <laughs> okay. And again, you know, during that period of time, you know, the fashion of the seventies, you know, that's when Paisley was big. Yep. And, you know, Paisley. You, and you had bell bottoms. That's painful to say like, and, on what. And I, I remember in the sixties, they would do something that would call, was called pegged pants. They did that in the sixties? Yes. That came back in the eighties. Came back in the eighties and now it's just skinny jeans. Right. Wait, it was called so, pegged pants. Pegged why? Pants because you you bought them and then you pegged them. So you you basically uh oh, so you had to do it yourself. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, so what was the 60s version of pegged? Like how did that, that work? That was the pegged pants. Like well, okay. Well, cuz in the You'd buy like, a pair of pants. Uh-huh. And then whoever, you know, your mom would you know, basically you'd put them on and she'd put pins in it to your legs make in it other really words, tight. right you know so they you know whatever you needed to take in on oh, the length okay so that's different that's why i asked because the, the 80s version of peg pants was you would take the bottom of your normal jeans and you would fold it over to make it tight you know you would kind of crease it to make it tight around your ankle and then you would roll it up at the bottom to, to hold that fold okay and not only did it keep it tight to your leg but it provided a little you know accent to the bottom of your pants which also raised it up a good four inches from your right. shoes, which was awesome. So it was Just important what kind of socks you were wearing in that case. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, see, now I missed, totally missed out on that one. I mean, I... That, well, it was a pretty, school thing. I was in the school. Yeah, you know, pretty was, much a jeans guy back then. Just, you know, without... It I was ne- a fad. I never even rolled them up. Pegged pants are one of the biggest fads I, like, I know ever in fashion. Yeah, well, I mean... It's ridiculous and short-lived. Well... It's not the most ridiculous, and we'll get into what is the most ridiculous in a few minutes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, kind of with that and having your socks being, you know, they had to be hip. They had yeah, to be cool. socks being important to your wardrobe. Totally. I've seen that being a fad more recent days yep. as well of just having out of their socks that had bacon on it or oh, yeah. a fried egg or, you know, a scene from Star Wars. Absolutely. Socks are big right now. Huge. And I, th- I kind of like it. It's cool. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I mean, I, it's hard too as well to, to see. I mean, obviously, I don't think that might be forever. So I'm, no, I'm kind not. of saying that's going to be a fad, but it's well, again, still going on. Again, these things come and go. You go back to the 50s and it was rolling up your, you know, your, your jeans. You know, so you'd buy jeans that were too long. Right. And then, you know, you'd cuff you'd, the bottom. Right. You'd roll up a, you know, a couple lengths on the bottom and then. You know the white socks and the black shoes, all of that. That's fifties. Yep, which is a which is a pretty sweet look. Yeah, and, and it, then you know the sixties. You know you you had the pegged pants, which was you know actually sewn. Yeah, and I, I remember one pair of pants that I had that were like that, and I absolutely hated it. They were really difficult to get off. <laughs> yeah, and I just didn't like it. So I went from there back to you know five hundred ones and. That was basically it for me. Five hundred ones are the anti uh, fad. They're the they have to be the longest <laughs> yeah. lasting jeans, probably like ever. 
So when we're coming to jeans and we're talking about fads, I have to talk about ripped jeans. Oh, ripped jeans are the best. Okay. Now, I, it's maybe a style and you can have a tear here, tear there. But when you start ripping up the whole pair of jeans and it's like, if I put this on wrong, I'm going to just rip it in half. Or it's slowing right. Like, well, I mean, then, yeah, just, that's you start it's, getting it can take into, it a little far. I think. Yeah, you buy something new that looks like that it's looks like it's fifteen years old. Old, and that comes and goes. That's a good one. I don't know if it was uh, if it started as early as the sixties or the seventies, but for sure that was a nineties thing. And then I saw it come back in the in the two thousands as well. Yeah, ripped it, jeans. Well, just ripped right. just the tattered look. Yeah, yeah, faded. Yeah, that was bad. Now, what was big? You know, again, going back to the seventies. In the 60s, for me, was the shrink-to-fit 501s. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. The old-day jeans were shrink-to-fit. So they would shrink up probably three to four inches and then an inch or two in the waist. So if you wore 34, 34 jeans, you bought 36, 38. Oh, they didn't adjust for it on the size? Oh, no. No, it was shrink to fit. And the great thing about those was it, it they would kind of conform to you, but you'd have to wash them. And normally you'd have to wash them a half a dozen times until mm. they finally start shrinking up to where they're going to end up being. But they would also kind of conform to you. And, and there's no better jeans in the world than shrink to fit 501s that are a year old. Wow. That have gone through everything and you've worn them and they kind of, they just fit perfect if you get the right size. But you get a new pair of jeans and you can't wear them for at least two or three weeks. <laughs> Sounds like a real crapshoot. And you can't and you can't wash them with anything else because the blue dye just goes everywhere. Yeah. So not only are you paying for these jeans, but then you have to pay for the five washes afterwards that you're doing alone with just these jeans. Well, at your or house. or you throw in, you know, you wash Other them pairs of with jeans. your older pair of jeans. Wear them in a little bit and faster. again that's all i wore so that's throw them in with a couple pairs of shoes and then at that point you know just beating the shit out now of you're just being it. weird yeah see i don't know yeah. i was just trying to help you're not okay <laughs> so so but, an, yeah but that yeah that's that was the you know the 501 shrink to fit all right so so it's fashion and all that kind of stuff what about uh when, growing up for me the fad was yo-yos Okay. Really? Throwing them down. I I, mean, I remember in elementary school that everyone had to have their own yo-yo. And if you didn't have a cool yo-yo, you watch out. You're going to get made fun of. Wow. But cool. now, this is what we're talking about with reoccurring fads. These days, yo-yos is, these days it's fidget spinners. Is, that's true. But I don't feel, well, I guess yo-yos aren't real popular. So maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like yo-yos are a mainstay for. Well, no, they come and go. Yeah. Okay. And it's like skateboards. I remember I got a skateboard you know, in the early 60s, and they weren't that prevalent. There weren't that many around. That was when they kind of invented them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was there that day, by the way. <laughs> you were in the lab. <laughs> it was it was a Thursday. He took the two-by-four and his roller skates, and he had an epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember having that, you know, having one, and, and it was difficult, uh, and I didn't use it that much. Uh, they hadn't invented all the tricks at that point. Yeah, really, there was no point. Guys are hilarious. <laughs> we no, so. I lived on a gravel Thanks. road. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. That, you know they're not they're not gravel road friendly. I, no. So no, it's carrying not. it for 
you know, a couple blocks to get to actually yeah. some asphalt. At but, that point, you had to have an empty swimming pool to have fun with them. Oh, that was years later. That's California. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's totally California. Yeah. See? Generation. It's You're awesome. talking about Tony Alva. This was... Yeah. This is uh, Oregon, and this is your dad in the 60s, not Tony Alva. Oh, he right. he invented skateboarding in the in Oregon. <laughs> right. Newport. My dad had... So anyway, one. but again, skateboards have come and gone yeah. uh, over the years. Yeah, that's true, I suppose. Uh, again, they were huge in the 90s, in uh, 80s and 90s. Right, and I, I think that they there's part of our culture that's always had skateboards since the 60s or 50s well, or whenever yeah, they started. California. <laughs> right. Every fad probably has their fan base. Mm, but that, I think that, kind of what we're talking about is when it becomes kind of a global thing. Sure, yeah. And more mainstream. So, Joe, do you have one that sticks out from your childhood that you would say is maybe we haven't talked about well the pet rock was a pretty solid one um and pegged jeans it's hard to beat those two as far as fads go in the purest sense because they were both such bad ideas yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they were so popular that's kind of the the quintessential fad is like what the hell was that all about like disco you know what yeah I mean? so i guess to answer your question it's those things or no i'll have to get back to you because i don't have one on off the top of my well, head. well and the other interesting thing is is fads i'd like to think that with me with fads there were things that were fads that i did and things that were fads that i didn't and i would take them on an individual basis i didn't do them because it was popular or everybody was doing it so it's an evaluation of of what you like does it make sense yeah. it's a fad so it's fun maybe in some regard we get it steve you're your own man you don't follow the crowd no this is going to be the theme tonight <laughs> it's going to be the theme tonight and i'm not letting this go i'm going to hammer this all night so buckle up folks <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So to answer your question quickly, because I thought of one, Jazzercise, that was a big '80s exercise fad, and it was Jazzercise was a very interesting perspective it, on exercise. Oh, hey, now. Okay, well, it's about time. Yeah, it's not like I haven't been. Okay, Jazzercise was a <laughs> it was a nightmare. Jazzercise, man. Now I've got some things here, and and the '80s are full of some really fun stuff. Oh, it's good stuff. Okay, big hair. Which is definitely the '80s, so you know, and and, and I don't care. I've, there's some pictures of me, yeah, with big hair. Well, so it wasn't just the girls, but the girls, the big hair. Yeah, well, the guys, big hair for the guys, and there was this in the '70s too. Was if you had a good thick head of hair, yeah, you want to show it off. Then you were solid, and yeah. and especially if it was a little bit curly, I would have been screwed. <laughs> saying yeah yeah it's a good point cool uh another thing that was was the boom boxes oh that was so, so funny on the yeah, shoulder you know, on the shoulder you know oh, walking down man. the street with bopping yeah oh. just hope you have enough batteries it doesn't go out on you as you're walking oh the, the, the big ones the guys carrying oh, you know down the street they have like eight d-cell batteries like so fat could you Albert. imagine that though like i'm sure that that happened once or twice in the world where like, some guy was just rocking just and then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, just all of a sudden, just dies down. Well, the great thing about cassette tapes, empty, back then, yeah, is that as your batteries got low, the cassette started to drag. Yeah, it would let you know. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, that was always pretty. It would actually spin like proportionately slower to your battery level. Okay, break dancing. Break dancing is the best one of all time, and wow. I, I knew it would come up, and I didn't say it specifically because break dancing was alive in in my middle school. I bought for sure. in hook, line, and sinker to break dancing when I was in middle school. 
and I'm talking this is 1986, 1987. Yeah. This is peak breakdancing when movies were made yeah. about breakdancing. Oh, yeah. Breaking, breaking two, uh, electric boogaloo. I mean, holy moly. One of the biggest fads slash trends ever. Wouldn't and it have been? Now, could, could you breakdance? Yeah. And I say that like I was good at it, but I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because I always, you know, I I never tried it, so I have no idea. We did it at school. There was this little alcove that had smooth concrete, real finished. Ooh, concrete. Yeah, smooth, real, like very finished, almost glossy concrete. Yeah, okay, it was smooth. <laughs> it's still concrete. So, so I don't know if you like guys the... understand, but this was really smooth. It was really smooth. You didn't throw down the cardboard box? <clears throat> yeah, on of course the I did. Okay. Don't be ridiculous. Okay. But. At school, we didn't have cardboard, so. Well, it was before cardboard was invented. Yeah, well, all no, right. We that just, was a different fad. We'll it was a fad. That, yeah, yeah, it was later. We didn't That's have 90s. access to, we didn't bring cardboard Okay, come us. on, come on, go ahead. Jesus. Anyway, we would we had this little alcove where it was like, I don't know, the maintenance shed was there or something. It, it's smooth concrete. All right, let's go. Let's <laughs> and, go. Uh, and we would get together every, every recess with like as many people that would fit in there. And it was probably 100 square feet total. It was 10 by 10. Big boom box playing music. And, we, and people would bring in a, a boom box and we would break dance. It was amazing. And it was 60 people in a hundred was it like everyone days. around the circle like oh yeah oh, absolutely it was oh. so you take your turns jumping out in the middle and yep doing that's your exactly moves right and showing what and, you got yep, absolutely and you do that your the whole and... recess you know all whatever 15 minutes and then you'd go back and people would you know you'd be out of breath going back and everyone's well no because you didn't get much time so any one that's person true. would only be on there for like nine seconds so you only had to have a couple moves and then you were good backspin is really all you had to do <laughs> Yeah, nice. <laughs> you couldn't do that. Figure something else out. And now they got hip hop dance, which blows break dancing from the eighties out of the water. It's amazing. Well, like, a lot of things blow <laughs> break dancing from the eighties out of the water. I don't know. Okay, but also uh, another fad was Cabbage Patch dolls. Had had didn't have one. Sorry. Well, and from the perspective of a parent, aha, it was one of those Christmas gifts. Which seems like all the toy manufacturers or or whatever try to establish something that is an absolute have to have. Yeah, Furbies were one every yeah. Christmas. Yep, totally. And I remember that they were gone. You couldn't get one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People would fight. There were there were news stories. About- and this has gone on for decades. <laughs> you know, but the uh, Cabbage Patch dolls I remember were one of the first ones. It and, might have been the first one. And I had. I had two girls at that time and, and this, you know, they were personalized and they were, everyone was different type of thing. And, yeah. and I just remember that we ended up finding a kit and maybe they were all this way. I'm not sure, but it's a head, you know, and, and it's a soft bodied doll and, you know, you put it together and then you, you know, you dress it and you do all this kind of stuff. But I remember how difficult it was to find that yeah. and to get those. And then of course, you know, if you had little girls at that time, if they didn't get a Cabbage Patch doll, then, the, well, you know, life was over. Oh, yeah. Well, they were the, the mock, the mockery of the school. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. If you don't have one. Is that even the right word? I'm right. sure it is. We'll go with it. <laughs> Can you edit in like the proper word after we're done? Sure. Sure. Okay. I'll get that for you. Great. Thanks. Uh, but also Care Bears. Care Bears are, were the same era and the same craze. Insane. The uh, the version of that that was more my generation was Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies, Furbies were. Uh, do you remember Furbies? 
I I mean, I remember them as that I... Just say no. No. <laughs> uh, Gremlins. Nope. That was a movie. But there was like a little like Furby-like creature yeah, they in did that, look, right? That's right. Gremlins, uh, Furbies, excuse me, kind of look like uh, the Mogwai. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly what I'm talking about then. Gizmo. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> He was the he was the main anyway. Oh right, yeah. But then you know, also I mean, like a, a couple years later, it was the uh, garbage pail kids, <laughs> which that, were like cabbage patch. Kids. That's hilarious. Let me just let me take it from here, Steve. Jesus, Thank Steve's you. reading. He's like There's uh, the garbage. He has he has he has no idea what a garbage pail kid is. And garbage no, pail kids were the the eighties child uh, the boys answer. To the Cabbage Patch doll, right? And I think that's what froze me. Is <clears throat> I, I like to think that was the Cabbage Patch so, trying to be more masculine. So Garbage Pail Kids were mainly cards. They were they weren't even really a doll. They were just cards. In fact, I don't think they were a doll at all. They were, but it was like trading cards, and you would collect them, and they were amazing, and they were one of the greatest fads in the history of uh, the eighties slash nineties. Can you put Pokemon cards in as a wow. fad? Well. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's that same thing. I don't know that much about Pokemon cards, cards, frankly, but garbage pail kids huge. were were vulgar and disturbing versions of cabbage pail kids. Well, that's that's what this says: is garbage pail kids were like cabbage patch kids, only much more gross, and with cards came with a stick of gum. Yep. Yeah, they were just trading cards, like any you know, like a baseball Was the card. Gum good? And they even had their no. own movie. No, it in. Yeah, I never saw that. Yeah, no, there were. Uh, it was like uh, you know, baseball cards. What an interesting. Yeah, what an okay. Where, Did, where the gum is terrible, it has to be terrible. Yeah, it's, you're okay. not allowed to actually serve good gum with that type of thing, like Bazooka Joe or whatever. Yeah. Do you know no, what bazooka? Of course, yeah, no, totally. Okay. Bazooka Joe was awesome. All right. Yeah. <laughs> not a fad at all. And, and another one I remember, jelly shoes. Yes. And that, that was kind of like Doctor Shoals. Is that what? absolutely not. It sound, but it sounds they were, like they a little were, bit. They <laughs> were clear plastic. I remember the jellies. Yeah, they're still around. And uh, yeah, the jellies. Car- Car- Carrie and Marie had to have them. They had to have the jellies. They had to have them. I'm going to ask Marie about the jellies. Reebok, uh, Reebok shoes were. Alex, will you do a me a favor fat. right now? Ask Marie about the jellies. Mom, what are jellies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, jellies are back for sure. Oh. Yep. Sylvie has some jellies. All right. Yep. Uh, never mind. He already An- knows another, about the Another thing of the 80s, and it was also regional more than it was, uh, you know, it wasn't as much in the area that I grew up in, but the mullet. That wasn't the I had area a, you I grew had up a, in? I had a mullet growing up. But yeah. it was an 80s hairstyle. Everybody had a mullet, I thought. Right. We didn't allow them in Newport. Well, then, or, God, or, God bless Newport. Or Salem. <laughs> yeah, Oregon, we were pretty... Yeah, get that out of here. Yeah, new uh, mul- had, mullets were fantastic. Oh, I'm happy man. to hear that you had one. Just I had a good one. Did you really? Oh man, why? I you know I was too young to to realize what was happening. <laughs> that, that's the best reason ever. <laughs> so right, if I would have realized it, things would have happened. Oh my goodness, man! Decisions would have been made. Mullets were long gone by like 1991. I was an 89 baby, so this probably was like 92, 93. I wasn't old. I was three, four. Yeah, was, and there was, yeah, yeah, somebody else was in charge mm. of your hair at that time. So you were given a mullet. 
uh yeah yes how and how, I, I think it was done simply to and well i won't go into that. all right hold on a second how yeah. how old were you at your oldest with a mullet ballpark ballpark i five all right well then don't worry about it 23 because <laughs> that's i was i was 13 i mean yeah oh I, so you knew what you're doing yeah it was on purpose, I and it was by my own accord, and my dad was not happy about it. As so. soon as I had any input, it was as short as it could be. Yeah, of course. And once again, as the theme of this whole show is, I never had a mullet. No, you uh, and you would have had to have really bought in because you were, what, 25 or something like that when mullets were, were big? Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. sure a lot of your friends, well, you just said they didn't, but. No, I, there were there yeah. were mullets around. I, I'm yeah, I'm trying to insulate myself from that look. That's one of the worst worst trends. Okay, also there. the '80s, the Rubik's cube. Great, that's a fantastic one. I wish that would come back. Although it's still around, of course you can get yeah, one. You, yeah, they're, they're still around, and they but they it tried was to, huge. They tried to morph them into, you know, it was like the IQ test. It, it the, is of, kind of an IQ test, and I failed every time. Yeah, yeah miserably. No, it's horrible. I did know a guy. So <laughs> I knew a guy one time. I knew a guy that could do it. I saw him do it in front of me. Yeah. I always just peeled the stickers and put them back. Oh, I, I just always. I had, never, I never messed with, I never tried. The I knew Cube. this wasn't going to happen for me. <laughs> it just reminds me of the movie Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. All right. Let's, well, pay this one off, Adam. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. just right when it, during the movie. They Will act, Smith. Will Smith. Yep. Shout out. They actually showed the time when the Rubik's Cube came out. Yep. It was brand new. And he was able to solve it within a matter of a taxi car ride. So yep. I don't know. It just well, which is obviously just one scene that that's the most powerful scene. Or there can be a long taxi ride. Yeah. I, as a matter of fact, I'd I'd still be in a taxi. Well, the, that's interesting <laughs> from the 80s. because the Rubik's cube. I remember part of that that craze, which you identified earlier as being a fad, a craze, right? Because it was a craze. Yeah, uh, was who can solve it and how fast can you solve it and it was never ending ripley's believe it or not episodes with the kid that could freaking do it in like 10 seconds or right something. right yeah and it was insane it, i the, can't even move my hands still that right still the, amazing to this day the group that i was around it wasn't about how fast you could get it done it was like you do you know somebody that actually solved it yeah <laughs> like i just said right yeah if you, you know? knew someone you're cool. i'm sorry i wasn't listening that's okay because I peeled the stickers once, and then the other move was taking the Rubik's Cube apart completely, actually disassembling it and putting it back together with the colors and the... Well, that's the engineering concept. <laughs> you know, if you're you're going to be an engineer if you're taking it apart yeah. and putting it back together. Yeah. Okay, uh, another one from the 80s, the Smurfs. All right, don't you dare say an ill word about the Smurfs. No. Oh, gosh, no. But again... <laughs> You know, it, it it was big in the '80s. Now, again, some of these have kind of kept going. Yeah, and you can still they find more some... trends. Well, the Smurfs went away totally. Yeah, and then they came back, but they were all '80s and early '90s. And another one is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, a lot of this stuff, of course, anything pop culture and and that you can make into a movie has been basically brought yeah, back yeah. as much well, as it could. And, and, and that, all the good ideas. At that least. again is a and fad. A I that. think of current times is. There were many deca decades. Jeez. Decades? Yeah. Steve's French. Uh, buzz level. Oh. Mispronounce a word that bad. You got to go buzz level. <laughs> I love that rule. 5.2. Uh, all right. I was going to say that, but I'll go 5.1. You can be the same. That's 5.2. I'm not over. My, my rule is I can't be over 
whatever Adam is. Yeah. Well, it's not fair when he goes first. It's a real nail biter when I go first and then I have to wait and see what yeah, he says. Yeah, see if see if you yeah, where you are. Well, I would say that I'm a, a a 579. I have to be something like that for messing up the word as badly as I did. Yeah. Well, the current thing and and what I was talking about was the current thing now is everything is is remakes. Yeah. Every third movie that comes out is a remake of something. Now, I have some current things that we can bring up in a little bit though that are not remakes. Right. That we should that I believe are going to be fads. You think they're fads? They are they're, Ooh, they're future just, fads. Yeah. They're not oh, going to last. Yeah. We're like, we're going to I like it. We're going to dive into that. Uh I don't know. Did I mention strawberry shortcake? Nope. Nope. Okay, so strawberry. like the show is it a sh- it, there was a show, well, right? Well, strawberry shortcake. Or was it a movie? It I don't was a, know. it was cartoons. Okay. And but dolls. then and then uh, then it, it morphed into all kinds of different dolls and and games and, and, and all kinds of things. And so for sad, a short period of time, this was the thing. Yep. And the sad thing is that strawberry shortcake is actually quite delicious. It's a dessert. Yeah. And my dad and I used to eat it on a regular basis. I don't know why he loved that, but he would be like, hey, we're oh. doing strawberry shortcake oh, tonight. Oh, it's the best. It's really it's good. It's really good. It's really yeah. good. It's basically just, you know, cake. Whipped cream. Whip, like a Strawberries and whipped cream. Light yeah. cake, yeah. Yeah. Don't they make like the little cake bowls for strawberry they shortcake? Well, they do. Well, yeah. They, yeah. They, yeah. They make the little cake with the yeah, divot the, out of it exactly. that you can put the strawberries in. And then whipped cream on top. You might I even mean, call that a cake bowl, I think. And I think <laughs> the cake is actually the same thing as a Twinkie. I think it's the same. <laughs> I think you might be right it about really that. Is. It's, it's the same cake as in, in a and everything. That same amazing yellow cake that will never, ever degrade. Couldn't you just right. buy a Twinkie and put strawberries on top and call it good? Well, I will tomorrow, thanks yeah, to you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so um, Trivia Pursuit. 80s. Ah, I don't know if that's so, a fad. So, so Trivial well, Pursuit was, hit again. It, the, I, I played it growing up. I know. I know. But it's it was, always it's always been around. But it was a cultural phenomenon. In it the was 80s. like yeah, you had Trivial Pursuit parties. Yeah, bars would have Trivial Pursuit. If you didn't have Trivial Pursuit in your house, then you were shipped off to Minsk immediately. (laughs) And and granted, Minsk is nice now, I hear, but in the 80s, it was no place to be. And board games, too, at that point, obviously without as much technology, they were huge back then. I mean, if you had something to entertain a party or a room that wasn't, you know, TV. You're right. So the most popular board game was oftentimes the biggest fad of the day. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Trivial Pursuit was probably the biggest I've ever known of. Right. That's a great game. It is a great game. And I, then it's morphed into Trivial Pursuit for you know specific topics. Oh, Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, which yeah. I have. Do you really? Yeah, I actually have a how mash. Are, how are we not playing that right now? I have because a mash. you would get destroyed. Oh, please. Yeah, I'm trying to get this out. Oh, I have a mash <laughs> Trivial <laughs> Pursuit. Nobody cares about mash. <laughs> that no one would play. Steve just threatened to fight me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I came right across the table. Yeah. I'm sorry. We had to cut that of out. Of course but... we wouldn't play it with you. The only people that you've offered, I think, is your family. I don't know if you've offered anyone else. Like... I have. And yeah, I just destroy everything. Mash Trivial Pursuit? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I would be no challenge, of course, but I might know somebody. So we'll see what okay. we Okay. As a matter of fact, I think this has been brought up in our history. <laughs> I'm going to make this a, a mission uh, Quickly, life. we're trying to get out of the 80s here. <laughs> so uh, another one is Valley Girls. So the the Valley is Girl show? is that a is that a peep? No. It was is that? Val, well, you tell me because I have a, my own. I don't know for it sure. It just Valley Girls were, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, it was just kind of a ditzy, big haired, and they had their own, so like, own vocabulary. It was a fad because girls tried to be that way. You were a Valley Girl. 
A little bit. But and, it, you know, it was a valley. Southern California. there's girls out there like that right now. Exactly. All the time. Valley girls started in the 80s. So Valley. Gr- as the, far as being named. The Valley girl. Okay. Uh, the Valley girl cry is, oh, my God. Yeah. 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 There you go. So. Yeah. Like that's been around for a long time. OMG. Yeah. Gag I, me with a spoon. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Goofy to the max. Barf me out. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was in a million '80s movies. Barf me out. Yeah, John was, was John Hughes was uh, was the master of depicting the Valley Girl on screen. Yeah, you know the, all the. Well, I, I, there was actually a movie Valley Girl. Yeah, it might have even been John Hughes. But and the only other thing I'm going to throw out there from from the '80s is that was the start of the baby on board sign on a car. Yeah, that's okay. a weird one. Yeah, and it's like okay, there you got a baby in your car. Um, I'm going to drive differently now. Yeah, let's let's figure out some other way to interact other than what I was going to do, which was run you off the road, I guess. It's a good yeah. thing you got that baby on board. Yeah, so. it saved you because uh, I had different intentions at which this Which is point. funny because that quickly, well, not quickly, but by, you know, by the time I became a parent, which has been for the last eight years, nine years, is uh, don't put that on your car. Yeah. Like that's the that's the consensus now is by no means put any identif- thing that identifies you have a kid in your car, right? Because somebody will run you off the road and and, and take them and, and then, steal your baby and sell them to the Sri Lankan baby market. Yeah, exactly. And then you got to get fad, you know it's really weird Liam Neeson to you know to go find him. And he's really the only one at, at this point. He's the only one. I think Bruce Willis retired, and so now yeah, it's just Liam Neeson. So nineties we that's with the Beanie Babies the yeah earlier mention of the beanie babies uh boy bands yep yeah totally. uh new kids on the block that, that was probably the first one yeah feels sync like, like 98 degrees in sync backstreet boys that's when those that's, came out they were all after that new kids on the block totally new was, kids on the block was the first one yeah that was uh donnie Wahlberg. oh jeez. <laughs> i didn't know that he yeah. was in that oh yeah not marky mark marky mark was shortly after new kids on the oh, block wow. but he was a solo act okay uh, 90s uh, fanny packs were were big. Bring it back Man. in the 90s. I'm fanny all about packs. the fanny pack. You know, that's, well, now it's the backpack. Everybody has a backpack. Yeah, it's it's not the same. Well, no, it's not the same because one was a fanny pack. <laughs> the other's a backpack. So, yeah, because but... one hung on the front of you or on the side. Well, it, it had was... to be on the side. If you put it on the front of you, then you had issues. You, had a, you, prob- you, you were probably, a pervert. You probably had sandals on with socks. Yeah. There was a hole in the back of that and something in the fanny pack. Well, that, no, I yeah. wasn't going there, but goodness. <laughs> so a fanny pack, is you call it a fanny pack because you put it up behind you. Yeah. Okay, so. Maybe you did. Yeah. It's called a fanny pack. Just, uh, 90s, that's, that was the Furby, again, as yeah. we talked about earlier. Uh, grunge. Grunge. Well, yeah, we kind of glossed over, well, we mentioned disco, but the 80s, hair bands uh glam rock you know the end of disco the beginning of rap was in the 80s technically the 70s i think but so yeah then you get into grunge was like the revolt of all of that it was yeah. like okay you guys are going to do yourselves up you're going to yeah. make yourselves look as good and as blingy and as pretty and as whatever as you can we're going to do the opposite and grunge was like f all that right and i know i didn't say the real word but sorry alex yeah i don't know Okay, uh, another one was Napster, because you got the the start of the you know the internet and yep. all of that. So Napster was let's steal everybody's music, 
and not pay any of the artists. Let's right, just let's just share everything, guys. Let's just give it away for free. So do I don't this. know if Napster is as much of a fad as it is like a revolutionary, really groundbreaking was. move because it changed music forever. Well, it did. Yeah, and and music's never been the same. So no, nope. not at all. And, and that was the one. And and I think uh, Justin Timberlake was responsible. <laughs> Well, we definitely can. Wow! Him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, at I least, see where you went there. At least in the movie, uh, the Social Network, he played the guy who was responsible. Watch, I forget his name. That's sad. I should know his name. That's What's okay. His name? Adam, come on. Okay, he was Adam. Uh, Wait, uh, the, for doing Napster, the, guy, the Napster guy that Justin Timberlake played in uh, Social Network. I forget. All right. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 Me too. Cool. Okay. Oxygen bars. Uh, I got nothing on that. 90s. Well, it wasn't really necessarily a fad where I was, but you know, I know that there were a lot of places, and there's still actually some in Vegas. Because when you walk out of a casino and you walk down like Fremont Street, you're not getting nearly the oxygen. You need you oxygen. You're getting the oxygen bends because... <laughs> yeah, because of how much oxygen you were getting pumped into your lungs in the casino. So there are little kiosks that you sit down and you just do straight oxygen. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's cool. I uh, believe you. I guess I crazy. I guess I shouldn't have said really. Fremont street. Go for it. Um, Pokemon on. now was in the nineties yeah. and that's when the Pokemon craze went, man, that was huge. Did, and Pokemon, you did Pokemon cards. right Adam. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was obsessed. I bought a lot of those cards. I was obsessed for sure. It's, yeah, that's, that was... I'm still obsessed with, well, not obsessed nowadays, but I'd still very much into Pokemon Go. Played it. Oh, nice. That's quite right. Often. Oh, we, maybe more on that later. But yeah, Pokemon, yeah. I remember coming out, and that was one of the very first fads that I couldn't have given two craps about. That was right in the, the mid to late 90s, and I was like, now I'm like you're talking about. Yeah. I'm I'm doing my thing. Never mind what's popular. That's when that started. Yeah. Right, and that's what that you're in that sweet spot of am I still young or now I'm old? Well, I wasn't worried about that because I was. 16. Oh, yes, you were. <laughs> right at that point, you're not going to try to buy a trading card game. You know, if it, I did, it, it had to be fun. I mean, I was never more authentic. authentic well, excuse me, getting a little Ooh, older. Hey, I was, oh, buzz level. Buzz level. Uh, what did I say last time? Yeah, five, five two. two. All right, so I'll go. go I'll again. go first. Uh, I'll say five nine. Well, wow, that was quick. Considering that I barely have drinking since the last one, I'm at like a drink. Five. Actually, it would be a. Five four. Yeah, well, that's that's disputed since you mispronounced. Mispronounced. We almost have to do this again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I do. That uh, I'm like going to go a five seven, a five so. nine eight. So I'm. All right. Thank you, Steve. I'm bumping up there against a six. But that was. Uh, yeah. Now I lost my train of thought. Uh, it's okay because it it really wasn't that interesting. It's Pokemon. It never is. Okay. Rollerblades. Uh, Spice Girls. Uh, kind of started the the tattoo rage, which is. Still going on. Well, which is crazy because tattoos have been around since time and memoriam and they're still around. So it's crazy to call it a fad. But I understand what you mean, because in the 90s, tattoos were no longer it's the mark. Of, they were no longer the mark of a sailor or a prisoner. Well, bikers. Yeah. Or a biker, you know, or gang members. It was it was all that. Now it was now it was like 16 year old girls were getting tattoos. Yeah. From the suburbs. And I didn't think that it was going to explode the way it did. <laughs> oh, my God. And, oh, it's it's crazy now. And the thing was with me, I had friends, you know, Bobo, ex-biker, good friend of mine from from Eugene. With terrible tattoos. <laughs> and, well, he has his first wife all up 
and down his <laughs> and, forearm. And it's up. all stretched and faded. Well, yeah, I mean, but she's getting older, so I guess it, that fits. But oh, I didn't mean the her. fact. The fact is that, yeah, you know, I mean, he's they're they're no longer together. They hate each other, and he's got her face on his forearm. Yeah. And I had a conversation with him, and he goes, "There isn't a tattoo I have in my body that I don't regret every single morning when I wake up." Yeah. Well, the, the it's first open your eyes, thank God I'm still alive, and then oh, why the hell do I have this oh, crap? Tattoo? Look at what this have stuff. I done? What the? F- oh. Sorry, Alex. Yeah, and it and it doesn't change. You know, it's what is really important to you at one point is now on your body for the rest of your life. Well, it, tattoos are the perfect, uh, <laughs> you know, perspective marker. There you go. Yeah. Uh, for you know what you feel is important as a young person versus what you feel is important, you know, once you get older. Right. There are some things like you know whether it's putting a tattoo of your kids. Or whether it's, you know, let's say you, you go to a particular university, you know, something that will not change. Or you're in the service. You're yeah. in the service, yeah. exactly. But even those things can change. I mean, you might you might grow up to be ashamed of the fact that you fought in a war. And and you might grow up to be an anti-war activist. And, and now you got to, you know what I mean? Tattoo is permanent. Yeah, exactly. Or at least it requires some significant effort to get rid of or cover. Yeah. It just provides a memory. It it provides a reminder of of a time, and I think that's you know when you want to maybe forget. Something. I dodged that bullet, thank God. I yeah. went through no, I, I went through a period where I was very into getting a tattoo, and I never had any money, thank God. <laughs> so, well, you know, Zach has several tattoos, and I totally understand his. You know, because they're not going to change. You know, down the back of one arm is Telfer, which is sure. You know, his mom's last name, and and then Juby. And then the the mural he has on his back is cool. Love is what we're here for. Exactly. And those are all great. And and then he's got the tiger down his leg. And, which, I, and I told, well, whatever. And I and I and I have no doubt that he loves all of those things. But, yeah. You know, you can even just change your mind about wanting to put that on your body. Well, and the other thing is is that you know putting something on your body when you're young, as I can attest to, the body changes. And the skin changes. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Steve's at his playing weight. Nobody yeah. nobody believes these stories. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, tattoos. Okay. Uh, again, it's not necessarily a fad because it's going strong all of these years later. But it did hit humongous it, in the 90s. In the 90s. And uh, Tickle Me Elmo was, <laughs> the, was the, the toy that you had to try to find at Christmas that you couldn't. It was just ridiculous. I got nothing for that. And there was, you know, the Spice Girls were in the 90s. Sure. But the big one to me, and this is, we kind of alluded to this earlier as far as the fashion, you know, the bell-bottom pants or the different, you know, things. You know, I always looked at at women's fashion and they would do some things that that they would admit aren't particularly comfortable. Whether it's high heel shoes. I think that's what women's fashion is. Beauty is pain, as they say. Yeah. Right, you know, and then you can go way back where the corsets and all of that yeah. kind of stuff. It's just with the torture things that they did. It's to a themselves. long history of, ugh. But in the 90s, it started and it came through the hip hop, but the saggy pants. Oh, I got something to say about saggy pants. And the, the pants that you now start wearing, bigger pants than fit you, but then it's also now with a cinch belt and you lower them below your waist. And then it's your hips and then it's down across your thighs. <laughs> and 
It's normally with a big shirt. Yep. Okay. So now your crotch is down around your knees. Yep. Which, you know, I couldn't stand if I had a pair of ill-fitting jeans growing up that you're constantly pulling up. I hated that. This is the, by far and away, the silliest uh, fad that I participated in 100% and fully believed in was the saggy pants. And in the 90s, in high school, as a skater dude, I was all in on the saggy pants. It was it was bragging rights of what was the waist size of the pants that you were wearing. Right. I got some 38s on, dog. And and by the way, we were all, you know, 29-inch waists in high school. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, I'm wearing 38s. Well, I'm wearing 42s. Oh, yeah? Well, I got uh, 48s on. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. You got a... You're, and your belt is... Sorry, Alex. Yeah. Like a shoestring. Your belt is... Yeah, it's it's pulling it all in. And then, yeah, now it's up to you how low you want to hang them because you just adjust your belt. Right. And then, to me, then it started morphing into the guys that now they're wearing a shirt that now shows their underwear. Now, the big thing is, I got these boxers on and I want you to look at my boxers. And they're... Their pants are cinched around their thighs, and you got one hand holding your pants up. Yep. And then it's just hilarious when you watch this guy because he's got to walk cool. You know, I mean, you you can't just walk. You no. got to walk cool because you're holding onto your pants because they're going to be on the you know on the ground, preferably with a limp. Is and is, so yeah, you've got this right. gate where it's <laughs> kind of you know you, you look like there's something wrong with you. And then all of a sudden, he's a half a block away from the bus he's trying to catch. And now this clown is trying to run. Now he's got to actually be a functional uh, human. A functional human being and run. At that point, he just says, fuck it. And, <laughs> Sorry, Alex. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, you just watch this guy try to run now and not lose his pants totally. And I just, I was embarrassed for my gender. At that point. And your species. Well, yeah. I mean, girls didn't participate in such the degree, but in fact, the women's fashion version of that, I think is what you started with, was uh, was actually kind of cool. I liked when, when girls went with the low hip hugger look. When they hung their jeans low on their waists. Oh, I, yeah. Well, that yeah, that was, they were designed to be worn that way. Yeah, and I liked that. I, and I think that's still a good look. It's not the look now. It's the opposite. Well, but. but also you look at, at something that's uncomfortable at mini skirts. Oh, boy. There's and, a great fad. And, and it's a great fad. And, it, you know, from our perspective. Hey, no. It was wonderful. And, but it, it, it could not have been comfortable to wear. No. And in retrospect, it's ridiculous. And, yeah, you're, uh, how do you sit down? Yeah. You and know? I remember, th- at a, I got even got to a certain point where I was like, a girl who was wearing a miniskirt, I had an idea about her. And her, like, I, I made up my mind of who she was based on the fact that she was wearing a miniskirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, that does speak sort of towards my uh, judgmental nature. but Yeah. But I don't think I speak only for myself when I say that. Maybe? No. All right. These guys oh, are no, looking absolutely. at me weird. They're, no, yeah. abs- absolutely not. All right, no, all right. Maybe I've said too much. Can we cut this out? <laughs> Always. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. It depends on how funny I think it is. Well, not very. Yeah. That's... But see, then we get to the turn of the century. The millennium. Right. And then, you know, there's, there's you know, Crocs. Crocs are great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
You know, I guess they are. I've never owned a pair. Heather has several. Oh, they're so great. And you see people like everybody that works in a hospital. Apparently, you have to have Crocs. Well, that was a fad, and that's why they're on the list because they're not that great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're. I mean, they make way better shoes for your feet than Crocs. It's the freedom that Crocs give you, I guess. I don't know. That's what I've heard. Well, then, yeah, they're, you know, very vented. Yeah. Well, they, they got holes in them. <laughs> right. They're a form of jelly, I think. I think they're, that's actually a great, great analogy is they are the, the 2000s version of the jelly. Of the jellies, yeah. If you don't care about what your feet look like because now they're regarded as the ugliest shoe in the history of mankind. Right. Right up there with the clog. But, it, it you know, after, you know, in the 2000s, is when you started seeing, you know, DVD and TV monitors in cars. So now... That's not a fad. Well, no, but you started seeing that. It was an explosion of that technology, yeah. Right. So all of a sudden now, you know, the, the road trip no longer is what it used to be. You know, when you had to, you know, the reach around, you know. Oh, hey now. You know, trying to get your kids to shut up because they're sitting there for hours in a car and you've given them a, you know, a, a comic book to look at. Yeah. Now as a parent, you put on a movie. I know. I've we've resisted that. It, how how terrible of a parent am I because the thing that I would have cherished <coughs> as a kid more than anything would have been a movie in a car ride. Oh, god, I've gone on and on about <laughs> some of the tortured rides that I had yeah. as a kid. And that's the very thing I deny my kids of. Yeah, that would have been awesome. <laughs> Well, I didn't have that when I was a kid, so you must suffer as much. Exactly. That's that's a good parenting strategy. That's how most parents go. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it was the start of energy drinks. Again, that's not really a fad. You know, they they continue, but I think people are starting to realize that, you know, throwing down incredible amounts of caffeine in a yeah. concentrated form yeah, and sugar. Well, they're a fad in a way of, yeah, that that's, it's a bad idea. may not be the best for you. <laughs> and, and another thing that wasn't, you know, again, started at that period of time that wasn't, a, it's not a fad because it continues on and it's even getting bigger as, as much as I can't stand that it is, is fantasy leagues and how they've grown and grown it. And a lot of people love fantasy leagues and, and participating in them. Mo I've, most I've most always, people, Steve. I've always found them annoying. <laughs> Well, now we're just getting into old man Steve gripes. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> That's all good. Flash mobs. That's a fad. That, that was, was a, a fad. that was definitely a fad. Yeah, that was sure. short lived. That doesn't happen anymore, does it? No, not too much. No, I don't yeah. think so. I don't think so either. Every once in a while, in a movie. Right. Yeah. Um, MySpace, which again, <laughs> that was a fad, but it, now it's morphed into from MySpace to. Facebook, right? MySpace is the eight track or the or the beta, right? To to cassettes and do I need to finish the analogy? VHS, Facebook, no, okay, no. You all go. right. <laughs> Adam's fading. I think he's reading texts or something. You all right? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, no, I'm go. good. All right, good. All right. I just got my list of stuff ready. Oh, okay. Whenever. Why don't you hit it? Oh up? no, go. Yeah, go for it, man. What do you got on your list? Alligators? Um, Muffins? No. Uh, High top shoes? Oh, I guess uh, stuff when it comes to the millennial perspective. Hey, no. Um, 
some things that uh, that have come up and, and have come and gone already. Uh, internet challenges have kind of come and gone. Um, the ice bucket challenge. Oh, right. Um, the mannequin challenge. You know, everyone being <clears throat> still while they're taking a video as if it was a picture. I guess there's even like now there's ones where they're eating weird things. Tide packets is one. Going yeah, around, I've I guess. seen that. I don't know what that's all about. I can't they, imagine that's going to continue. Tide, exactly. That's got to be a fad, but it's well, just weird. They're, I don't, I don't they're even eating know. like like Tide detergent. Yeah, I didn't, yeah okay. Yeah, the little yeah, packets the little, you get for doing sure. like laundry and stuff. Yeah. Like people have to eat like they eat those. Isn't that poisonous? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm guessing it's, that that's not going to continue because yeah. the people doing it aren't going to last forever. Yeah, maybe it's Darwin taking out the garbage. Ooh, maybe. Um, one that's really annoying to me that's happening right now, um, that is totally going to be a fad and we're going to look back at it and just be like, why did that happen? A dabbing dabs yeah, to, I, to dab. I know what that is. Yeah. You, you put your arm in kind of like a, you have to motion. You and, can't describe it. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. To, no, to, it's, it's like, it looks like you're sniffing your armpit. You're like checking to see I if know, like I you took know. a shower that day. And it's yeah. like what, but the other arm has to, you go have up. to like go back up. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's. That's not like Cam Newton. Yeah. It's, Sports and yeah, a yeah, lot of I don't know where it came from. Yeah, I agree. It annoys the hell out of me. I just think that dabbing is something that needs to just stop. Um yeah. Taking selfies. Well, I thought like, you know, as as much okay, as much I don't as, know that that's going anywhere. Okay. So as much as taking a selfie Literally of yourself doing one. things yeah. is is understandable. But the selfie when I mean when we first started putting all these social media sites on there. The selfie of, I'm going to take a picture of me every single day this week of me in the bathroom and put it up on one of these social media sites or uh, even Snapchat, you know, or just take your pictures. Well, it, it, it delved into the narcissistic part of our society. Yeah. Where all of a sudden you think somebody is interested in what... I have to look great all the time because... And we got a shout out to William on this because William... For a grown man, does way too many selfies. Is he a yeah. selfie guy? Oh, he is a God. selfie Go on guy. His, uh, his uh, Facebook page. <laughs> and yeah. Facebook keeps telling Love me. Love you, William. Love you. Totally. <laughs> Facebook keeps telling me to be friends with him. I guess I should do it. You Maybe. should. Because there's some great selfies. All there's right. some good stuff All right, out I'm there. I'm sold. I'll do it right now. Um, another one that is is just memes talking. Like, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a picture that has some sort of, uh, you know, saying or something on it that creates a joke it's not just a picture you know it's it's kind of saying a statement with a picture right. memes right. are great no they're awesome i just i you know yeah. well, you don't, a, now, these, these are now things we're, that, now we're jumping into the realm of okay we don't know what the future lies for these things no it's kind of things now that could be and hopefully they will be in a few years we go remember <laughs> you know and some somebody will sit and look them up on right well they have to be culturally phone. explosive right yeah. You have to, and memes are, almost for put, sure. I, will, I almost put emojis, but I don't think those are going away anytime soon. Yeah, I don't think they're going anywhere either. No. Uh, in fact, they just, they keep evolving. Right, they're like, just more and more. Like, I did this, I did Bitmoji recently. Yeah, finally. don't they, yeah, they have one that you can actually put yourself in the emoji. It looks like you. It That's does. I made it, well, it doesn't have nearly enough wrinkles in the face to look totally It doesn't like look me. as good. Yeah. <laughs> well, nothing does. <laughs> But uh, like Harmon did one. He's the one that introduced me to Bitmoji, sadly. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm that out of touch. But his looks exactly like him. 
It's hilarious. He's got a little bald guy with a goatee and a Raiders jersey, and it's amazing. It looks just like him. I'm like, that cartoon go. looks exactly like you. And it says what you want to well, say. Well, that supposedly is the iPhone X is will take any emoji with the facial recognition. Make it you. And make it you. Oh, Jesus. And it will give you, yeah. It's like the main so. benefit of the newest phone. Yeah. Trends to become fads. We're on the way to, anyway. What else, Adam? Um, well, I mean, uh, I think the only other thing that I wrote down that was uh, kind of a fad, and I don't even know if you guys know what this is, but it's it's pogs, which is a little circular cardboard pieces that you would stack on top of each other and try to knock them over with a metal circular piece. No, I'm pretty sure I don't know what that is. Yeah, very, very interesting. Not exciting at all. Absolutely a fad from my hot childhood. Never heard of Came it. Came and gone. Yep. All right, good one. Well, the interesting thing is, you know, we could have another podcast about fads that never caught on. You know, some of the stuff that's just, it's just ridiculous. Dabbing might become the international way of communicating and saying hi <laughs> well, to each other. Or, or it may morph into anybody that dabs, the surrounding crowd has, you know, legal right to beat the crap out of that person because that's just an annoying thing to do. That's the more likely scenario. Frankly. I'm hoping I'm that that one catches on. Here. I'm hoping that that one catches on. <laughs> you know, another thing, you know, we talked about streaking and, and you mentioned sporting events, but the running onto the field yeah, during a sporting event. Well, and, that was deliberately squashed. Like they stopped showing that on TV. You see something's going on. They're showing the players in the dugout or on the sidelines or whatever, and they're looking at something. And it's normally a guy running on the field that's getting the crap beat out of him by security. Right. But you're not going to be on TV. Yep. And so I just heard a thing the other day. They were talking about how that's pretty much not that it's gone away completely almost. Right. It almost never happens anymore. Right. Because the whole purpose of that was to get on TV. Right. Was well, otherwise, 15 seconds of fame. Otherwise, what's the point? Because you're not going to hear from anybody in the stadium that day that said, that was so cool, man. Well, I saw you. Yeah, you were Although great. maybe you nowadays that, you would you because guy. of social media. Maybe you'd get a little shout out on who knows. <laughs> so anyway, this is, uh, this is some of the fads that, you know, we've experienced or at least read about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say it was a good one because we've definitely experienced those things. And uh, it was a good generational look. And I like the fact that a lot of those things come back around. So anyway, uh, that's it for tonight. Adam, another great job by you. Appreciate it. Yeah, you really brought it. Joe, always a pleasure. Oh, man. Thank you. Loved it. Yeah. So that's uh, that's it for tonight. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. And there's going to be more perspectives later. Who are the good ones? The good ones of today. Point them out to me so I can come and join their rate. We'll walk around this land with open hands looking for change. We'll want to understand this progression we have at hand. Humanity is killing wheat for this we will not stand. I say let's progress in good contest. Make conference then love our best. Our onslaught of love will be at an all-time high. Crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines. Our love that makes no sense. We who spend love at no expense. We are a force of passion. Create a new faction. Taking action. Working hard just for the satisfactions. With the abilities to shine so bright that others want to fight. Because our light is in their eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the skies. Don't remain mystified by their lies.